from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Top of the evening to ya. <laughs> and welcome to Tossed, Tossed, hmm, Tossed Popcorn. The podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time. The very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. Oh, my, my name is Leanna Holston. <laughs> and I'm Sienna, I'm not gonna try it. <laughs> and I'm Sienna Jacob. And this podcast is a safe space for people who don't know anything about movies. Today we're watching The Bridge on the River Kwai. But tonight... Tonight... Last. Number 36 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers about this whistly old film. I always kind of miss it on the last part. Uh, uh, content warning for war, war, uh, war crimes, mm-hmm. prisoners of war, mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. at war. Yeah, that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Had you seen this before? Did you? Here's the thing: is I think so, but I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Just every every part of it looked like something I would have been sitting next to my dad watching yeah. 
of a Saturday at like 4 p.m. Yeah. Dad, your dad is watching a war film and oh. you're like, what is this? I just absolutely housed some Tostitos hint of lime chips mm-hmm. and I'm sort of in a haze from that. I need so to sit somewhere. Sit on the couch mm-hmm. and watch this bridge movie. But I, knowing that I had maybe seen it before, couldn't remember a single thing that was going to happen in mm. it. Had you seen it before? I had not. Ooh. <laughs> well, <laughs> nothing to report. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know anything. Oh, good. Okay, well, I'm excited to hear what you thought this would be about in your prediction. Hi, Liana. Um, this movie's called The Bridge on the River Kwai. I thought it was Bridge Over the River Kwai. Mm-hmm. Great question. I'm already confused. Sure. Okay, so I'm guessing it's about some sort of like military base, mm-hmm. like a camp of... A, camp of troops uh-huh. <laughs> um i don't know what war it's gonna be though like maybe the korean war <laughs> i don't know leon i don't know um if it's anything like bridge to terabithia then uh, one of our main characters will die <laughs> i haven't seen that movie either bye bye god where even to begin so you Knew the whistling. I did know the whistling. Okay. That I did know. Somehow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The whistle, I feel That's like... That's fine. Is- <laughs> no, it's fine. All right, Sienna. Well, here is my prediction for the bridge on the River Kwai. Good morning, Sienna. It's Good Liana. Morning. I'm about to watch the bridge on the River Kwai. Yes. Uh... You know, it's probably gonna be about a bridge probably the bridge falls down okay (laughs) psychic other than that maybe i do not know what we are about to get ourselves into maybe it's about everybody just does a glute exercise for two hours and 45 minutes (laughs) love you bye oh because of bridge the bridge okay (laughs) yeah the bridge the butt bridge over the river kwai on the river god damn i know Sienna, how would you summarize? Summarize. I can't. I lost it. Bridge <laughs> on the River Kwai. Okay. A summary of this two hour and 40 minute film. So long. The Bridge on the River Kwai. Mm. During World War II, mm. British prisoners of war are forced to build a bridge for the Japanese, connecting the railway from Burma to Siam. Okay. The British Colonel Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. <laughs> is pissed at Japanese Colonel Saito for violating the Geneva Convention. Yeah. So he reclaims the situation by trying to build the best, sturdiest, (laughs) most British doggone bridge that Japan has ever seen. Mm. Meanwhile, Allied forces plan to destroy that bridge because they, of course, are fighting Japan. (laughs) (laughs) That's the war. The protagonist is an American guy I haven't told you about, but I assure you he's involved. Uh-huh. In the end, we learn that it can be hard in war to remember what and who you're fighting for. Ooh! <laughs> oh! Wow! Wow! So, my take on this movie mm. is cool. How was it so long? I, when they were like, 
we're going to blow up the bridge. I checked how much movie was left, and there was an hour and 15 minutes of film still to go. It is wild. Too long. Anyway. Gorgeous summary. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, this is about war. War. Liana. Hmm? Do you have any historical context for us here today? Yes! Yes, Oof. I do. Hello and welcome <laughs> to the historical context for The Bridge on the River Kwai, the 1957 film based, surprise, on a 1952 novel by a French person named Pierre Boulle. Pierre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boulle um, had been a prisoner of war in Thailand. Whoa. So this was loosely based on his experiences and sort of perception of the British. <laughs> It uses, the story uses the 1942 to 1943 construction of the Burma Railway as the setting, but it's almost entirely fictional. Nobody in it really existed and none of what happened really happened. Mm -hmm. This film Mm -hmm. was initially scripted by Carl Foreman. Does that sound familiar? Was he the guy from... uh the Lonely Cowboy movie? Yes! <laughs> High Noon! Yes! The High Noon writer who was Hollywood blacklisted yeah. and had to move to England where oh he gosh. wrote this film. Then it also was written by Michael Wilson who also was a blacklisted Hollywood screenwriter. Mm. They had to work on the film in secret because they'd both been blacklisted and at the Oscars the next year they awarded the Best Adapted Screenplay Oscar to Pierre Boulle, the writer of the novel who didn't actually <laughs> work on the film posthumously, they ended up awarding an Oscar to Carl and to Michael, but that was decades later. Wow. So dramatic. Columbia Pictures almost stopped filming for three weeks because there was no white woman in the film. And they thus forced the director, David Lean, to add that scene on the beach (laughs) with the nurse. (laughs) Where he's making out with a blonde for one strange scene. And it makes no sense. And you're like, how did he get here? What resort is this? Uh Uh-huh. So some places I was reading it, they were like, Columbia Pictures was mad there was no white woman. And other places wrote it as they were mad there was no love interest. So that's why they made him kiss a nurse on a beach. <laughs> but then he clearly has tension with one of the woman bearers yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it really was. Columbia was like, there's no white woman. We can't make this film if there's no white woman. What do we do? I don't know. The film and the story have and did receive a criticism Many involved in the film felt that the film was anti-British. Collaboration with the enemy was very, very frowned upon, to put it mildly, and this is an entire film about a British officer kind of becoming besties. Yeah. Ish. He just loses his... They become off as pretty dumb. Mm -hmm. Or just... Yeah. Um, The UK War Office was displeased with the film. (laughs) We are. Displeased. Displeased. The the FIPAO Committee, the Far East Prisoners of War Committee of the UK War Office stressed that officers were obliged to focus on escape and sabotage, not cooperation. So they really wanted it out there and communicated to audiences that this film is not an accurate reflection of people's time in these prisoner of war camps building these railroads. The Burma campaign was a section of the war, the Second World One. Here's the briefest summary of it in history. Thailand started the war neutral. On December 8th of 1941, Japan invades Thailand. In early 1942, Japanese forces invade Burma and seize control of that colony from the UK. At that time, it was a UK colony. So Burma was not independent. 
that was like a vi- considered a victory of Japan against the Allied powers. The Japanese forces built this railway to avoid a treacherous 2,000-mile sea route around the Malay Peninsula, which was filled with Allied submarines, and serve as a supply line from Thailand to Japanese troops in Burma. Hmm. The Burma Railway itself was constructed between 1942 to 1943. It was also called the Death Railway. Oh. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. It completed the rail link between Bangkok, Thailand, ah, here we go, and Rangoon, Burma. So when Japan invaded Thailand, they controlled that. Then when they got Burma as well, they were in control of both. So then they wanted a a link to supply the forces in both places. The railway spans 258 miles or 415 kilometers for our metric system fans. And it includes over 600 bridges. Titular bridges. Oh. I know. Japanese engineers had been surveying and planning this route since 1937, so for five years before it started getting built. And the reason I bring that up is because another way that this film was criticized was for saying that the Japanese engineers were incompetent and just worse. That was so weird. (laughs) Then the British, I was like, that's insane. It doesn't make sense. They were very, very competent, and this had been like a long engineering project. (laughs) It also was a war crime. So, you know, it's not good. Right, right, right. The... Railway was built by Commonwealth, Dutch, and American prisoners of war, and the conditions for them were way worse than anything you see in the film. Wow. Because it was a Hays Code war movie, you know, like they're not going to show. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. A couple of quotes. This is from the Commonwealth War Graves Commission. Quote, during its construction, approximately 13,000 prisoners of war died and were buried along the railway. An estimated 80,000 to 100,000 civilians also died in the course of the project, chiefly forced labor brought from Malaya and the Dutch East Indies, or conscripted in Siam, now Thailand, and Burma. Other estimates put the number of civilian dead at 300,000. Hence the title, The Death Railway. That is very dark. It was bad. A veteran called Ernest Gordon in his book, Through the Valley of the Kwai, wrote in response to the film, I am writing a factual account and in justice to these men, living and dead, who worked on that bridge, I must make it clear that we never did so willingly. We worked at bayonet point and under bamboo lash, taking any risk to sabotage the operation whenever the opportunity arose. All that to say, the film is not super duper historically accurate. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a whole section on the Wikipedia page about the Burma Railway um, called Atrocities. Oh <laughs> so gosh. you can imagine. Mm-hmm. The construction of this railway is counted as a war crime committed by Japan. Mm. And people were tried and sentenced to death for it. Wow. And that is the end of my historical context. Thank you so much for that. Thanks. That yeah, pretty like- cheerful. <laughs> That is all enlightening. Um, This is a case where I'm very much not surprised to hear that it was not historically accurate, Uh. which I wasn't thinking about that so specifically. Mm. However, I think that's probably part of why it felt a bit silly. I was going to say silly as well. Yeah, not serious. Watching it, I was like, I think this might be silly. And I'm like, I don't really know what you're trying to say about all these people. (laughs) I don't know either. The message was so confusing. (laughs) Let's get into it. Okay. Hi, welcome to Phone Notes, where we read the notes that the other person took on their phone while watching this damn film. The film. Damn, bridge terminology. 
Wait. Wait? You said William Holden, our just a guy from Sunset Boulevard? Oh, yeah. Oh. I was in... A lot of my notes are wrong. (laughs) Who'd you think he was? I thought he was the guy from High Noon. (laughs) (laughs) You thought he was the main guy from High Noon? Uh Uh-huh. The guy. The one guy. (gasps) Gary Cooper. Hmm. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Absolutely not. <laughs> You're complete. Like, they're not even you the same what? archetypes. This kind of makes sense. It kind of doesn't. I think they still looked similar. But it, uh, for a lot of this movie, I was like, gosh, he really seems spry compared to High Noon, <laughs> which I think was filmed around the same time. It's less lanky. It looks like it's a bit younger. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, though. They're all just dudes and we have to watch so many of these oh my gosh <laughs> you've said if this man's shade were a crayon that crayon would be called dangerously tan <laughs> he's too tan it was so stressful you're for like me. we know that you are a caucasian man mm-hmm. the level of color that you are getting is absolutely unnatural scientifically impossible it is he is years from his demise <laughs> <laughs> by way of sun. i'd say months <laughs> William, hold on to your butts. We'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations 
questions that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. You say, OMG, they're going to start singing. (laughs) I think this film would have been amazing had it been a movie musical. Okay. Have you seen Les Miserables? I have. You know how it starts? It's men building something and they sing a song that's very good and communicates how they all got there Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that they're all distressed. Every character is named in it and tells their own backstory. It is the perfect way to open up a three hour production. That's actually very smart. Because one thing I'll say for this movie, I can't say that it was confusing because it was fast. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them, there'll just be a lot of information going by quickly. They were actually asking a lot of questions and answering those questions. <laughs> but it was almost so slow for that reason. Yeah. I wonder if because it was during the Hayes Code's time, if it hadn't been, they could have shown us violence way faster but because it was the haze codes (laughs) they had to really hint at what was happening they were like okay so we're putting him in a box (laughs) for a while we can't show you what would be happening but he's gonna go be in a box okay that is such a good point they were literally forced to tell and not show there was so much they couldn't show Uh uh-huh um isiana you have written bribes him with a butt (laughs) dash Liana? <laughs> I just thought it was really funny that they're saying butt a bunch of times at the beginning. Did you hear that? That's what they were calling cigarettes. Oh. So at the very beginning, <laughs> he's like <laughs> digging graves. And I was like, oh, God. And then uh, one of the Japanese commanders of some sort comes up and is like, no, you guys can't have a sick day. You can't uh-huh. like take a day off. And he's like, do you want a butt? <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, sure, I'll that take a butt. totally work on me. <laughs> Well, do you want a butt? You know what? Yeah. Yeah. You do whatever. Thank you for this butt. You have a sick day. I'll take that butt. Absolutely. Hand over the butt. Hand on the butt. Excuse me. (laughs) 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 Oh my God, Sienna, you wrote the British people in this are so British. I also wrote that. (laughs) You were so British. This was unbelievably British. And that is also why it's kind of very funny that the actual British were like, this is extremely offensive. (laughs) Because I get from the sort of suffering not being depicted standpoint. Yes. But the rest of it, unbelievably British. <laughs> they were so British. Most of my badges are just the British phrases that were said. Oh, perfect. Uh-huh. Liana, you say, oop, he brought up the Geneva Convention. LMAO, babe, it's war? <laughs> <laughs> I just, men are so stupid. War is so stupid. The mind reels because they're like, Okay, you can go and kill a lot of people because uh-huh. that is your job. 
But as soon as you kill them in this way, that's actually not allowed. You actually can't kill me this way. That's actually murder. Um, doing it the other way just means you're actually just a soldier. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's war, baby. Especially when you know all the other stuff that was happening. Well, I guess they couldn't talk. I don't know. But he's like, you were making my men do work. <laughs> they didn't make it sound... I wonder if that was their way of slow hinting that other parts of the Geneva Convention were being violated, yeah. but they couldn't show that <laughs> on screen. But the result... They, they picked the only, like, haze-friendly yeah. portion of the convention that was violated. They're like, definitely... I guess they'll have them work. We can't show all of the torture and, other, and disease and suffering, so we'll just show them working. working? People kept singing. Did they? What People else? sang more often than you would think. There was the whistling at the beginning. Everybody was singing for he's a jolly good fellow when he oh. gets put in the box, the oven. Yes. For they, that, I wrote the British singing their beautiful cultural song. Because <laughs> <laughs> also this movie was very like, they were really digging into the cultural, like the differences between uh, Japanese like culture, work like military culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and. And mm. British military work ethic. Yeah. And, like, comparing the two. And then them singing Praise a Good, Jolly Good Fellow was just so funny. It's like, what is this culture? Embarrassing for you guys. And then they sing God Save the King. They perform an entire little sketch yeah. show. Mm -hmm. They perform a variety show mm -hmm. for Obi-Wan at the end. There is so... It's very... It's a very musical film. Oh, I know. I guess war... You have to march in time. Oh, you wrote the only war films I'll watch are 1917 and ones safely within the Hayes years. Yeah. No violence. I know. Very implied. When yeah. people get shot, they just go <laughs> <laughs> slowly fall. It's all I can handle. But by, by the way, this is a, an audio medium. So I'll explain that what Liana just <laughs> did was she sort of thrust her chest forward and then and then and then stayed as if she was falling lightly like sort of a like a like a tissue to the ground that's how they die they go oh oh i've been hit they got me sienna you say let us not forget this line i just checked columns and columns of figures that other people had checked before me and then there were other people who checked them after i had checked them do you remember that kid the canadian oh okay <laughs> It's gonna just short circuit it in front of me. The fact that that doesn't that I don't understand why that matters says a lot about why I don't understand war. Well, he was Canadian because he said a boot, and he also talked about being from Canada. Well, the little accountant, the Canadian, mm -hmm. he said this line that this legitimately made me laugh was when they were like, "So you were an accountant?" And he was like, "Oh, I was sort of an accountant, not really." <laughs> the the guy in charge is like, "So what did you do?" And then he explains slowly. Just what everybody has to explain for their own job in life. That line, I checked columns and columns of figures that other people had checked before me, and then there were other people who checked them after I had checked them. That is what I hear when people are explaining what they do as consultants. Exactly. I'm like, so you, it seems like nothing, and yet something happens? Oh, what? Uh -huh. So you're an analyst. <laughs> oh, no. So you're a consultant. Oh, no. Oh, so, so you're, you're an, an advisor? You're a No. You're an analyst's consultant. Because you're very young and on a plane is what I'm hearing. <laughs> okay. Happy for you. Liana, you have said, is this where Obi-Wan went when he became his robe? 
<laughs> I was so happy to see Obi-Wan again. You know, I think he is good. This yeah. He loves to sweat while acting. He loves... I don't think he really had a choice. Sweaty. Uh, you don't think actors can choose their roles? I thought you meant during this film. Oh. <laughs> he loves it. He wouldn't stop sweating. He kept choosing to be sweating. Every really film bold. every film we've seen him in You're right. has been desert. Desert. Space desert. Space desert. Water desert. Water desert. Very, very hot. Dry. Hot and desert. even here, they Jungle. stuck him into an oven. A box. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said, he said, I'm not hot enough. <laughs> I'm not sweating enough. <laughs> Build me a box. Put me in the box. Put Please. me in it. Okay, you've said, LMAO, why does Holden now look like a U.S. politician on vacation at Martha's Vineyard? Nurse on the beach. He, he does. rocks up. He has just had dysentery, mm-hmm. lest we forget. Mm-hmm. The man was pooping <laughs> he himself pooped down the river. He pooped himself to shore. He pooped himself all the way to... <laughs> it's the only way he made it. <laughs> It was so awful. I had to poop myself the rest of the way. (laughs) And then he rocks up to this vineyard looking healthy as ever. Yeah. Well, you know. Dating a woman. I think I also got confused because I still thought this was the guy from High Noon. And I was like, he looks so much better than he did in that film. What happened? (laughs) And then The colonic, I guess. It's just a different guy. (laughs) And I'm looking at your final (laughs) note. Uh LMFAO, the trolley question has a third option, which is that you pass out and hit a lever. (laughs) Let's talk about the ending. (laughs) This ending was crazy. I think the reason I have a tad bit of like, a really tad bit of positivity towards this movie, why it's like, it makes me smile a bit, is because the end was crazy. 100% bonkers. First of all, and they're finally, the bridge is built. The bridge is built, the bridge is dedicated, or has a little plaque oh. saying who built it. That You know that that was there. They focus on it so much. I, 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 <laughs> you missed a note where I said, I'm sorry, but 40 minutes left of this movie, and I have 100% zoned out. Oh. And I really tried, but it was a miracle uh. that I... And, but what did bring me back home was in the last 10 minutes or bring so... Bring her home. There was a lot of tension... <laughs> And the tension yeah. made me go, what are they tense. What are they freaking out about? Just, uh-huh. I don't really know at this moment. I felt that way too. And I was like, when I was sitting near my dad, uh-huh. what happened? Because all of the bridge imagery looked so familiar, but I couldn't remember a single thing that occurred after. And you just don't know who's going to die. And then it turns out the answer is everyone. Everybody. <laughs> Which seemed dumb. <laughs> it was such a confusing... Okay, here... All right. Yeah, yeah. Here was my qualm with the ending of this film. is because you you can't show a haze Code friendly war movie where nobody really gets that hurt mm-hmm. or anything until the very end when everybody dies. And it seems like the argument you're trying to make is like war is futile and fighting is bad mm-hmm. and it leads to a, a grand sum of nothing. Mm-hmm. It felt so dissonant from the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it did. That's why I think it did get my attention at the end, because I was like, oh, this is a different energy. That's true. It felt like a very different energy. Yeah, it was much more dramatic. Basically, he sees that something might be awry, that might be dangerous for the bridge, and he's like, come on, enemy 
Colonel, mm-hmm. come with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, there's a problem. Someone's trying to blow up this bridge. Mm-hmm. And then Obi-Wan Kenobi's like, what? Don't no. blow up my damn bridge. I worked yeah. so hard on it. Why yeah. would you do this? And then the guy from High Noon is like, kill him. And then the boy from Canada is like, I don't know what to do. And then everybody gets shot. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan falls down <laughs> and blows up the bridge. Yes. So the best part about this, and this is what I was thinking about the trolley problem, mm-hmm. is because, well, A, there's rails and the, the train, quite literally, but um, <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi did not want to blow up the bridge originally. Originally? <laughs> then he has a moment where he's like, oh, I I remembered I'm, I'm English. I'm, I'm, I'm British. I'm an ally. Oh, good heavens. Uh, good heavens. I just recalled I'm British. This is madness. Oh, shoot. I need to pull that lever. Absolute blast. No, not that kind. But had it been sort of a conflicting moment of, do I keep my bridge that I worked hard on or do I fight with my allies? And my guy picked the bridge. He picked the bridge. Here's a question. He didn't even have to because he ended up fainting and just falling on the lever. Okay, Sienna, question for you. Mm -hmm. Theoretical. Yes. You're in ceramics class all semester long. It's been absolute hell because you are not good at drawing and somehow that became relevant for ceramics even though you thought it wouldn't be. Mm Mm-hmm. You've worked really hard on the final thing. It goes in the kiln, it comes out, and it actually is pretty good. And you're like, huh. Mm -hmm. That's not terrible. But all semester long, you were promising your friends. You were saying, oh, my God, I hate ceramics so much. When this is over, I'm going to smash that thing to pieces. Yeah. And your friends have all gathered on the quad Uh to watch you smash your pot, your little pot that you've potted. Mm -hmm. Do you smash it or no? Smash or pass? (laughs) Smash or pass this pot. Um, I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably keep it, and I'd just tell everybody I got diarrhea. Okay, yeah. Here's the other up. the other qualm with the pot is that if you don't smash it, um, the Japanese win World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I change my answer now? Nope. No. <laughs> you have to follow the lever. Sorry. Oh God, damn it. <laughs> I got too tied up with my creation. What have you done? What have I done? And that's the bridge on the River Kwai. What have I done? Madness. So much of his mouth was used to say that word. The hot doctor. I know. (laughs) Who's crazy. He was hot up until the madness. Madness. Oh. Liana, you said, the titular river is tidal? (laughs) (laughs) This was the biggest plot twist of the film. I was shocked too. I was like, what? Do rivers? didn't happen... At any other point in the movie, the river was high and mighty the entire film up until they put stuff in it that nobody should see. And then the river was like, mm, it's down. I'm going to head out. <laughs> I got to go. The river is down. The river I has know, gone down. I didn't know rivers went down. You know, I guess, you know, if they're tidal. <laughs> if there's tides. Yeah. It's going to be, the moon's going to be pulling on that water. I, I, you know, what's to be said? That is really very, very true. It feels like all they've been doing is spending time around that bridge. And not once they said that. I just couldn't believe that nobody knew, especially the American guy who had been there the whole time. All the ones who'd been. He pooped his way through (laughs) the entire river and he didn't know it was tidal. Sorry, everybody. we got to build the bridge to the next part of our episode. Yeah. And that bridge is these ad breaks. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Well, Sienna. Well, shall we ebb and flow our way into badges and trages? Please. Welcome everyone to Badges and Trages, in which we award the film Badges for Bridges and Trages for Tridges. <laughs> yeah, in which we award badges for bridges and trages for tridges. <laughs> I got a badge for 1943. They said 1943 very early on in the film. And I said, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I have a badge for ordering one man to slap another is funny. <laughs> <laughs> badge for this orchid. Oh. Very good orchid in the film. I have a badge for really beautiful nature, honestly. Yes. The, the water was oh. turquoise. The, the Until mountains were nice. And it kind of just got nicer as it went along. Like they kept having more line. nature because they built the bridge and then they could show, they could pan upward. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a badge for shouting timber when falling a tree. That's fun. That's good. I just It's just nice to see. I know they do it. I know. It's good to have that sort of confirmed. Yes. Timber! And then Kesha turns around. She goes, it's going down. Badge for Alec Guinness being good at acting like he's been in a box for seven days. I have a badge for this first war meeting that they had about the bridge with the Japanese. Mm-hmm. He's just a big ploy to score a free meal and tea. And I support that 100%. Oh, it was such a good meeting. Every So much got done. I was mainly, I was thinking how if every war scene, if they were like, now let's bring in some food. Mm-hmm. Can you bring me a tea? Yeah. If they spent a bit of that time talking about the food they wanted, I would be much more engaged. I also think they'd end the war. Everyone's so hungry when they're, they're making decisions. You know what? What if we ended the war? <laughs> Could you bring some food? Could you bring some tea? Should we end the what war? What is this? What are we doing this for? Guys, this tea is so good. <laughs> Here are my badges for all the British phrases. Okay. Queer bird, even for an American. I haven't the foggiest. I love that. Frankly, the consensus of the agreement is it's impossible, but we'll certainly give it a go. (laughs) Give it a go. Give it a go. Oh, this is very embarrassing. Good show. Jolly good show. (laughs) Honestly, sometimes I don't understand you at all. Colonel Saito, I've I've just realized this bridge has been mined. <laughs> <laughs> it's been mined. Oh, no, it's just occurred to me this this bridge has been mined. That's very silly. Oh, so, so silly. funny. I loved it. Uh, I have a badge for Colonel Saito is a mood. Yeah. I just enjoyed him a lot. Yeah. He was a great part of this film. He had that line, you will not speak to me of rules. This is war. I was like, yes, bitch. Yeah. It's that's, war. That's what I thought was happening. I, Badge for a map. Oh, yeah. When he tells them where they where we were. When he, he's like, look, this Here's you where are the, here. This is where the movie takes place. <laughs> this is where the movie was. Oh. I have a badge for that watering hole lake wherever he was oh. getting totally scrubbed. Shampooed. Yeah. Full body shampoo. Full body shampoo. That looked so fun. I love a lake. It looked so gorgeous. Mm. Badge for this bright, bright, very fake blood, which you see in this lake. Oh. And oh, I yeah. loved it because, again, I was like, yeah, I get it. I get that there's violence going on and I don't need to see it. Because mm-hmm. I'm an empath. <laughs> <laughs> Me, an empath, sensing that he's in a box. <laughs> there's red in the water. That hurts. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <Owie>. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to you. <laughs> Um, I have a badge for the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Which one? Was it one of the woman bearers? Yeah, the Siamese woman, I guess Thai woman, one of the, I think the one who was scrubbing him. Yeah, giving him a full body shampoo. She was really pretty and they kept, um, they kept just doing cool shots of her that weren't gross, kind of beautiful. They were just like, beautiful. Mm. I have to differentiate because men are horrible. I know, I know. They can just put cameras on the thing in a way that just makes me want to just go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do have one badge. Uh-huh. A badge for this mustachioed man absolutely jumping through the bushes. <gasps> I saw him! Mm-hmm. I saw he jumped! He was, I'm so sorry! He thrust We're just training exercise. I'm so sorry! Go. Imagine you are walking to your bungalow and a mustachioed Brit positively lunges through you. Leaps. At you. Through a fern. <laughs> Here I come! Oh, it's, uh, hello! Pardon me! Oh, good afternoon. Jamil. I have to apologize. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> 
Oh, I didn't mean for my man to tackle you like that. Oh. <laughs> You're coming through. There's a woman in here. Timber! <laughs> I have a, a badge for big production slash real train crash. That's sort of a badge of like, I, I get that. One more badge for me. I had subtitles turned on because, again, I was watching it sort of quietly so as to not wake my neighbors. And at the very end, a subtitle just said in all caps, train tooting. (laughs) Just like Gary Cooper down the river. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Man tooting. Man man dysenterying. Man toots down river. Dysentrying. Man toots. How'd you get here? By toot. I thought that dysentery would take me out, but no, I tooted to safety. Because I'm an American. I'm an American. It is my God-given right to fart my way across this this tidal body of water. Toot, toot. Poo essay! (laughs) We've had yet to do a a whole poo bit. I'm so pleased. Two women. Poo women. (laughs) Okay, Liana, do you have any tragedies? I do! Mm. I poo! <laughs> I have a trage for this boob calendar. The boob calendar! <laughs> which every month I was thinking was about this boob. <laughs> what it was was every month she re- she took off another piece of clothing. What? So I don't know what month they were on. Like, Everyone's like, we'll just wait for December. Yeah. So they have to wait. Every month they just get a little oh. hornier for the whole month. That was the past. That's also just like That's the, all way, they could do. the way men work. They're like, I'll be horny for a month. <laughs> oh, this month I'm going to be hornier. <laughs> and I guess at the, at the end, was she fully naked? Because that seems insane. And then the new year starts and she's in like a parka. Like what? <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Yes. <laughs> the boob calendar. The boob calendar. The year of boob. <laughs> the only way to get men through war. <laughs> Make them wait to December. <laughs> We can't end the war now. September boob. I haven't seen her side boob. October boob. I've only seen safe chest. <gasps> um, I have a trage for nearly three hours. No, 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 no. <laughs> this movie, I knew from when it started, it did not need to be that long. Yeah. Got to the end. Any film. Confirmed. <laughs> Never has to be three hours. Trage for men doing war. Mm-hmm. Men don't need to do, stop doing war. Mm-hmm. Trage for, this is annoying. <laughs> I was like, your movie's annoying. I'm annoyed. Put it away. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. Trash for this woman having a full face of makeup on the beach. This is the nurse who was like, let's swim. And I was like, why would you contour if you knew you were going to be swimming? Let's get in the water. Is it just men, people making these movies did not understand women <laughs> or what you would look like on a beach. Oh, I have a trash for, I hate seeing grown men cry alone. This is freaking Colonel Saito I think it was oh. I, I don't really think at some point maybe it was the bridge was gonna fail and I think he was he was crying because he knew he'd have to kill himself that's right and <clears throat> that sorry that made me so <laughs> sad I'm so sorry I'm just thinking about their interaction where he was like do you understand if we don't get this done I'm gonna have to kill myself what would you do if you were me and then Alec Guinness goes well I guess I would kill myself <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Trash for getting catcalled, even while men are learning to kill each other. <laughs> when she's doing her walk out of his bungalow, mm-hmm. and the men are learning to kill each other from the mustachioed man in the bush, they still have time to be like, ooh, you slut. Uh, 
strategy for hitting on the women bearers. Mm-hmm. The women who are just there to help you accomplish yeah. your mission. Yeah. You're going to be like, God, you're hot. Focus on your bleeding ankle, you ass. Yeah. You ass. <laughs> you ass A. <laughs> I'm sorry. My, my trenches were not creative. My final trench was too long. Too long. Sabrina. I just kept <laughs> checking in with myself and going, yep, still too long. <laughs> my final trench is trench for... That's the end? Question mark, 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 question mark. It was Bonko. He just flops. He fell. Timber. I was so confused. And I didn't know who was dead. And then it turned out it was everyone. Yeah. And then there were two vultures. And they chose that as the final shot. Snow White style. Old bitch style. Old. Then the old bitch descends. I smell. is actually. The body of an old English for old bitch. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Shall we move on? Yes, please. Next is our segment, How to Pretend You've Seen This Film. (laughs) This is, you are at a beach resort. Mm -hmm. Slash hospital. (laughs) Slash hospital. (laughs) You've gone to, you know, get a a wound fixed. Mm -hmm. And also just not wear makeup on the beach and Uh, have a good time. Yeah. And unfortunately, You, you hear Alec. Yeah. Powdering up to you. <laughs> he goes, this sand is too soft to build a bridge. Yeah, he comes up to you and says, have you felt this sand? <laughs> it's too soft to build a bridge. And you say, oh, okay, I wasn't, I didn't, I just came it's here, not. I have a broken leg, I really <laughs> just want to be on I have own. a broken leg and I just want to swim. <laughs> just want to swim. <laughs> Isn't that every woman's right? <laughs> to swim when she has a broken leg. <laughs> and, and he says... Oh, I don't hear you. I want to tell you about the sand. And actually, that reminds me of of a movie, my favorite movie. And in order to stop Alec from shitting at you, <laughs> we're going to give you a few sentences to say so you can pretend you've seen the film The Bridge on the River Kwai. Yes, Alec, that film deals with the different work ethics uh-huh. of the militaries of World War II and what they thought about one another. Alec... In many ways, this film reminded me of my love life, particularly the line, the men are doing a wonderful job of going as slowly as they dare. (laughs) Hmm? about swimming. Um, (laughs) Let me swim. Let Let me swim. swim. I don't need help. (laughs) Let go of my leg. (laughs) Let go. (laughs) Oh, you're not. Ouch. (laughs) Me, an empath, sensing that my leg is broken. They haven't fixed it yet. <laughs> I just got here. I just I wanted the pina colada. <laughs> Trying to check in. Yes, Alec. The actual destruction of the bridge was, of course, quite epic, especially for the time. Mm. No, don't follow me to the water. Ow! Alec, I've just slapped you, and it was with <laughs> something called the Geneva Convention, which you, in talking to me and my hanging off my body leg, are currently in violation of. (laughs) Alec, you're doing a war crime. (laughs) Alec, you're under arrest for war crimes (laughs) against me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And now, time to toot toot on down (laughs) to our segment, Should You Watch This? In which we tell you if we think you should watch this movie or... You should do. You should poo something else with your time, <laughs> or if you should just poop down a river. <laughs> really sorry that we mentioned poop. I don't normally find it funny, but God, it's hilarious. Uh, to I me. do, and I'm very happy that we mentioned. It. Wonderful, wonderful. 
<laughs> Sienna, thoughts on watching this film? Should people? Okay. Uh, my take on this film altogether, weirdly enough, it took me forever to watch. It mm-hmm. was too much. Watching it in the background while having like a spa day, which I eventually had to do to stay up for it. Yes. And then put on a mask. Oh, your hair mask. My hair mask, oh. face mask, nails. Well, one nail. Um, uh, <laughs> one nail. Can I see? I did. Wait, let me see. No. Show me your one nail. I can't. Is it on your toe? It's... You did one toenail? <laughs> Do you have a 21st nail that you've never told me about? Stop saying the Do you have a nail on your boob? Stop saying the word toe with me. Toe? Let me see your toe. <laughs> I did one foot. Show me your toe. You did one foot. Okay. So five. Five toes. <laughs> You did a toe, a toe, a toe, a toe, and a toe. And a toe. So, I'm going to say, you don't need to watch this movie, no. Uh, you already know the whistle. You got it. I think you could use this as a soothing background to your spa day if you don't watch it. Uh, but I think what's better for that is watching baking videos. Yeah. The end. And that's our show. And that's our show. Liana. No. If you've seen a bridge, <laughs> you have marveled at the wonders of engineering enough. I would say... I mean, should you watch this movie or should you watch 1917? Oh, this is a great... Baby! Baby! You gotta watch 1917. Oh, yes. We got a river. Mm-hmm. We got a bridge. Mm-hmm. We've got a guy. <laughs> uh-huh. Bridge over the river with a guy on uh-huh. it. We've got guns. We've uh-huh. got World War. Uh-huh. We've got somebody named George... Probably somebody in this movie was named George. There had to be. No boob calendar in 1970. No boob calendar. Just the one woman. <laughs> Sienna, how would you rate the film The Bridge on the River Kwai? Well, see reasons above. Sure. And I would give it a point four. Wow. <laughs> out of... Is that bad? I can't remember No, I, I love it. <laughs> out of... Uh, out of five... Cups of tea, yeah, which sort of unite the cultures in this film. Beautiful. Uh, out of out of five, as I've already said. Mm. Um, I told you all those reasons. Yeah, there you go. Well, my turn. I would. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. No, all right. <laughs> Stop ending the podcast before I've had a chance to say my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I would give this movie. Three bats out of five. <gasps> oh my gosh! I know. Holy shit! We didn't talk about bats once, but there were a lot of bats in this movie. <laughs> and I just, you know, secretly I really enjoyed viewing it. Oh. I was stretching my hips while watching it uh-huh. because I have a lot of pain in them. Uh-huh. And so I got that done. Nobody was brutalized on screen. Yeah. Somebody was in a box, but they didn't kill an ox. Uh-huh. And... I love war. I love studying it. Yeah. I love learning where things are on a map. I love getting to learn more about things. And I got to Google war today. And this film provided me with that opportunity. And it's St. Patrick's Day. I just, I'm less depressed this week than I normally am. So I think that boosted it as well. That's a good day. (laughs) We got to adjust for inflation there. I guess. What's funny too is... Yeah, no, I, I love that. I, What's funny, too, is yeah. <laughs> What's funny is that I, I also kind of enjoyed it. Like, I thought it was yeah. a fine movie. I did not hate it at all. Yeah. Um, but I guess I'm giving it a point four. No, and I, I so understand. It's all about how it makes you feel. Right. Yeah. 
three bats out of five. Gorgeous. I love that. Thank Happy you. For you. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Top Day. Top of the morning. Happy belated St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Thank you. Thanks a million for tuning in. This has been the Bridge Over the River Quad. Nope, Bridge on the River Quad. Fuck me. <laughs> it's tough. Thank you so much. Follow us on social media at Toss Popcorn. Toss Popcorn. Tune in next week when we'll be watching the best years of our lives. I won't believe that that exists until... I thought that was a an 80s sitcom. Yeah. I have no idea. Okay. We'll see you next week. Thank you. We love you. Why? <laughs> you can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. I. It really was just about the bridge. <laughs> The only thing I'm sure about is the bridge. (laughs) From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.